the Minimalist Boss Podcast, and today I'm going to share five things that played a huge role in me nearly quadrupling my annual revenue while cutting my work hours by more than half. So if that sounds like something you would like to hear about, you know what to do. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Minimalist Boss Podcast. I'm Allison Marshall, and after building a successful and profitable online business, I found myself overworked and in a constant state of anxiety and overwhelm. It wasn't until I drastically simplified my life and business that I reclaimed my health, my sanity, and my time back while actually making more money than I ever had before. My goal with this podcast is to help you create more time, more money, and more joy in your life and business by doing less, getting rid of the physical, digital, and mental clutter that isn't serving you so that you can make room for newer, better things to come in. I'm obsessed with taking a holistic approach to entrepreneurship by giving you tangible ways to uplevel your mindset so that you can unlock your limitless potential, simple self-care practices that will nourish your mind, body, and spirit, and tactical ways that you can simplify your business in order to take it to the next level. So if you're looking to minimize your stress while maximizing your impact, then you have come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friend, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of this podcast. I am so excited that you are here. It is an honor for me to be popping into your eardrums. I know you got a bazillion podcasts to choose from and the fact that you clicked on mine makes my heart really happy. I hope you're having a good day today. I hope that you're having a good week even though this year, man, this year has been crazy, hasn't it? <laughs> with everything going on starting with the pandemic. It has been crazy, it has been uncomfortable, it has been painful. It has been scary, and then of course, over the last couple of weeks, they've been very turbulent. There's been a lot of hurt going around, and as, as uncomfortable as it all is, I am choosing to see this year as the year where we have the opportunity for massive, massive change and growth. The year that, it, you know, all of this pain that we're going through, pain, as my mentor James Wedmore says, pain is a blessing because it draws, it brings to light what is currently not working, what something we need to fix or change or examine. And we've had a lot of pain this year and a lot of discomfort this year. And I believe that this year, 2020, it is forcing us to wake up and to grow so that we can finally get the change that we need. So anyway, quick two cents on just 2020 because I've been hearing a lot of people say, you know, 2020 sucks and 2020 is canceled and yeah, it hasn't been easy, but this year I think is just pivotal and we have so much opportunity. So yeah, little, little side rant, but anyway, I hope you're having a good day today. And I'm really excited that you have chosen to tune in today's episode because today I want to talk about five things that I did which really played a huge role in me nearly quadrupling my annual revenue 
while cutting my work hours by more than half. Now this initially happened in 2018, but since I've continued to do what I'm about to talk about today, and it has made a huge positive difference in both my life and my business. And this is one of the reasons why I changed the name of my business and also this podcast, which I won't talk really about here because I shared all about why I changed the name of this podcast and my business in the last episode. So if you haven't checked that out, it is episode number 90. I share the backstory and why Minimalist Boss is the new direction that I'm headed in. But the story of how I came to this process of simplifying and doing less and how I ended up growing more, that plays a huge role in why I am so passionate about uh, simplifying and doing less as a way to grow your business. But basically, uh, if you didn't listen to that episode, I was of the before 2018, I was of the mindset of the harder I work, and the longer I work, the faster I'll reach my goals and the more money I will make. And so I was working 12 hour days and I would frequently work on the weekends. I would frequently work into the evenings because I was working 12 hour days. I was neglecting time with my friends and family, constantly turning them down, my boyfriend. I was doing all the things. I was a one woman show and proud of it at the time. And I was overwhelmed and in a constant state of anxiety. And yes, my business was profitable. I was bringing in money, but I was pretty much killing myself in the process. And I thought that was the way. I thought that, okay, if I wanna grow more, if I wanna reach these big, exciting goals that I have, then I have to work more and put in more time and put in more efforting. But I would soon discover that was not the way to grow my business. And because I'm not a robot, I also realized that is not sustainable. And so I essentially reached my breaking point at the end of 2017, and I made some drastic changes with the way that I showed up in my business and the types of things that I focused on. So that is what I want to talk about today, because if you right now are caught in the hamster wheel of never-ending tasks and to-dos, and you're feeling overwhelmed, and you want to grow your business, and you've got these goals that you want to reach, but you feel like you're just spinning your wheels, or you are killing yourself in the process of trying to get that growth, then I hope that with me sharing what I'm about to share with you in this episode, and sharing the specific things that I did, that maybe, just maybe, they might help you too. Now, before I dive in with all of the craziness and all of the uncertainty and the conflict that has happened thus far in 2020, if you have found yourself thinking thoughts along the lines of, 2020 is canceled, better luck next year, or so much for 2020 being a good year because it sucks, or if you're you're currently disappointed with the last six months because you haven't reached the goals or you haven't seen the growth that you had hoped and you are ready to throw in the towel on 2020, then my friend, I want you to get excited. Why? Well, I kind of shared earlier how I was talking about, I've seen a lot of people talking about 2020, how much it sucks, that it's canceled, that they're ready to just have it over and done with. 
and it is not done. As I all also shared, I believe this is a pivotal year. And so that is why I am doing a live two-day workshop, completely free, and it is called the 2020 Business Turnaround, how you can still make 2020 your best year in business yet. And it is happening next Thursday and Friday, June 18th and 19th at 12 p.m. Central Time. I kind of just put this together last minute because I wanna help you turn the year around and still have the opportunity to see the growth that you want and to really make this your year. So in this two-day workshop, you're gonna learn how to create more time, money, and opportunity in 2020 with a pivotal mindset shift. This was a game changer for me. You're gonna get re-inspired and step into your role as the digital CEO of your business by getting clarity on your business vision and how you can effortlessly attract your dream customers and you're also gonna learn the five-piece framework you need to simplify and scale your online business this year without working a million hours and losing your sanity. So if you are ready to get the clarity and the confidence and the mindset that you need in order to turn things around in 2020 and make it your best dang year in business yet, even despite everything that is happening and currently happening, then go sign up for this. It is live, it is not gonna be, you know, it's it's two days. So if you wanna be part of this, go ahead and get signed up. I'm gonna pop the link below in the show notes. So if you're listening on your phone, just open up the app that this podcast is playing on, click on the episode so that it opens full screen, and then just scroll down, you'll see the link to sign up. If you're on a desktop, or if you just wanna do it, you know, on the phone this way, simply go to minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. Again, you can sign up for this free two-day workshop at the URL minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. I am really, really excited to help you turn this year around. It is gonna be epic, my friend. Okay, so let's talk about the five things that I did which played a huge role in me nearly quadrupling my annual revenue while cutting my work hours by more than half. Specifically, I went from 12 plus hour days to four hour days. Let me tell you, life changing. So in no particular order, thing number one that I did was at the very beginning of 2018, the year that I decided to make all these changes, the first thing that I did was I set my work hours for the day and I blocked it out in my schedule. So instead of hoping to work four hours or telling myself, okay, I'll start working four hour days, I made that the schedule of my business. I put it in the calendar right from the get-go because here's the thing. Up until that point, I had always had the intention to work shorter days. I didn't go in to starting my business wanting to work 12 plus hour days, but here's what happened. I would keep telling myself as I was working and frantically, you know, working faster so I could reach my goals faster. I would keep telling myself, okay, I'll start working less when I've reached blank goal. I'll start, you know, working four hour days once I've hit this goal. And the thing that would happen is that I would keep pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off for whatever reason. I would reach a goal, but then I'd be like, okay, wait, 
I gotta reach this one other goal first and then I'll start working less. And so I always had the intention, but that was not enough. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you've been telling yourself, I'll start working less once I do this thing or once I reach this goal. And I am here to tell you as someone who was overworking for years, that you're likely not going to do what you intend to do if you simply intend to do it and you don't actually make it a concrete thing. So the very first thing that I did, I used Trello for my work schedule and my calendar, and that's where I block out my, my tasks for the week and all of that. I set specific hours that I would work each day, four hours, and I would also time block what I was going to be doing during that time. So I had no choice. I had to get done what I needed to get done in that four hour time block. And here's the other thing, maybe you've heard of uh, I think it's called Parkinson's law and it is the law that basically states um, whatever whatever time you set to do something in you will fill that amount of time to do that thing in so for example if I give myself four hours to write an email let's just say it's a long freaking time but this is just an example let's say I give myself four hours to write that email well Parkinson's law states that I will fill up that entire time, that entire four hour slot to write that email, you know? So instead of maybe it taking an hour or two hours. And so the key is to really give yourself enough time so that you're not gonna be rushed, but don't give yourself this giant window because Parkinson's law states, and I have found this to be true, that you will somehow find a way to fill up that entire time. It's the same thing when you give yourself the entire day to work, which is another thing I was doing. I was like, I can work until 8 p.m. tonight, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm only gonna work a couple hours. Oh no, I would end up working until 8 p.m. because I would fill out that entire time. So the first big change that I made was I was like, you know what? It is time to start working less right now. So that is thing number one. I set my work hours for the day, uh, the amount of hours that I wanted to work, which for me was four, and that was it. And I would cut myself off when I had hit four hours. The second thing that I did was I got clear on what tasks were directly in line with my main goals and I did those first every single day. Now the prerequisite to this is obviously if I was getting clear on the tasks that were directly in line with my goals, then I had started off by setting some specific goals for my business for the year, which I think is really important. If you've listened to this podcast, you have heard me uh, sing the praises and of the importance of goal setting and planning in your business. So initially I had set some specific goals in my business, including a revenue goal, and I had written down some of the key projects and promotions that I needed to do that year in order to make it happen. So that was the first thing I did. So I generally like to set three what I call umbrella goals for my business. Umbrella goals are a goal that if you hit that particular goal, it'll make it easier for you to hit uh, other smaller goals that you might have or even just other goals that you might have. So one of the things that a lot of people do, myself included, uh, <laughs> you know, years ago is that I would set like 50 goals because, you know, I, I like to be ambitious. I like to shoot high. I like to accomplish a lot of things. 
type A personality at its finest. But the thing is, is because I would set so many goals, I would get overwhelmed, I would spread myself too thin, and I would end up falling short on all of them. So now what I do is I only set, usually I only set three main goals, but these goals are like the domino effect goals, where if I hit one goal, it's gonna automatically imply that I've hit the other goals. So for example, if I, let's say, have the goal, I have a particular revenue goal, and I've also got a goal to you know, put a down payment on my house, then the domino goal or the umbrella goal would be the revenue goal because by hitting that revenue goal, then I would also have the money to put down that down payment. Hopefully that makes sense. So in this thing, number two, uh, once I got clear on my main goals and the key projects or promotions that I needed to accomplish to make that happen, I broke those down into tasks, doable, bite-sized action steps that I plugged into my calendar. And so every day when I woke up and I saw that I only had that four hour window and maybe for you, maybe you only want to work two hours. Maybe you only have two hours. Heck, maybe you only have an hour. You know, you can create your own schedule. It's a being your own boss. But I would wake up in the morning and I would say, okay, what tasks on today's schedule are directly in line with my main goals and which one, if I could only do one thing today, what is going to move me towards my main goal the most or the main project that I needed to get done or the main promotion that I need to do to reach that goal. So what thing is gonna move the needle towards that goal the most? And I do that first and I continue to do that. I do it first. Don't do the easy stuff, you know, the things like, oh, good, I can go on all day about not checking your email first thing in the morning, but don't do the tasks that are easy. They might, it might feel good to like check those off first thing, but you really want to put all of your time and attention on the thing that's going to move the needle the most. Then you can kind of finish up your day or once you've done that, you can move on to those things. But go in with the mindset of if I could only do one thing today, what would that one thing be? And is it moving me towards my goal? So that is the second thing that I did. The third thing that I did, and I have talked about this before, and I talked about it in the last episode because it is the whole reason or one of the reasons why I've started, uh, changed my business to Minimalist Boss, but thing number three is that I kept my business simple. <laughs> so up until that point, I was basically the queen of overcomplicating things and giving myself a shiz ton of work. You know, I've shared before how when I started creating online courses, I got overly excited, a little overly ambitious and a little bit of a squirrel brain. And I created something insane. I created like, I don't, I don't even know. I've shared it before. It was like six or seven courses over a 12 month period. And if you have created a course before, you know that there can be a lot of work that goes into those. And by me creating like seven in a 12 month period, that is a shiz ton of work. And not only that, but I was spread so thin that I couldn't really gain momentum on any of them because I would launch one and then move on to the next and move on to the next. And then I had to market all of them. It was just like a big, cluster you know what and not only that but i would just kind of blow everything out of proportion and i would over complicate things and all of that and so starting in 2018 my word for the year was simple and i decided to keep my business super simple so that year i focused in on two main offers uh, and at the time i had a lot more than that uh, i decided to go all in on focusing on just two main offers 
And since then, I have cut it down to just one main offer that I focus on. So I went from focusing on like six things to two things, and now I focus on one main thing. The other thing that I did was I kept my work schedule super simple. So you already know that I worked four hours a day. I put that in my Trello calendar, but I would, I would focus on time blocking and batching. And so time blocking, you're probably familiar with the concept, but just in case you're not, it's basically where you set aside in your calendar a block of time, whether that's 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, however, you set aside that time, you block it out, and you focus on one thing during that time, and that is it. You go all in with your focus on one thing. And so I really simplified my schedule by time blocking, by making sure that I was not doing preferably more than three main things a day, and I was batching work where I could. So if I had like tasks that all needed to be done, I would try to do them all on the same day, and I also like to do it typically on the same day of the week, kind of to give myself some consistency. So for example, on Fridays, that's typically the day that I would reserve for any kind of administrative tasks you know, those behind the scenes tasks that aren't necessarily fun, but that need to get done. So that is another thing that I did. Uh, I kept my business simple. I also followed processes for everything and I didn't try to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> uh, that's another thing that I would do. I would like launch something and I would create all these emails and do all the things and put so much work into the content and then I would, when I would launch it again, I would start over from scratch. What? What? Instead of just reusing what worked the first time. I know, I was the queen of overcomplicating things. So in 2018 and to this day, I followed processes for everything, reusing things. Specifically, I started following the step-by-step -step processes that I learned from my mentor, who you have heard me talk about before on this podcast, if you've listened to previous episodes. I followed the step-by-step -step processes that I got from my mentor, James Wedmore, which he includes in his amazing program called Business by Design, which, by the way, opens once a year, and it is opening this month, June 2020, specifically June 22nd to the 25th, you might have heard me talk about it because it is what I believe to be the best business program out there. It totally changed my life and I stand behind, behind it so much that I'm actually an affiliate for it this year and I've put together a ton of special bonuses for anyone who signs up with me. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today, but I have to throw that in there because his processes really helped me to simplify my business and uncomplicate things and it, it, it allowed me to do so much less work. So side note, if you are interested in learning more about Business by Design, if you're on my email list or if you follow me on Instagram, then keep your eyes peeled because I'm going to be talking a little bit about it when we get closer to the cart open date, which June 22nd and it is just incredible but those processes man they saved me so 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 much time so even if you don't enroll in james's program you gotta have some sort of process and workflow for the things that you do i personally love to use a software called process street where you can literally record things step by step by step uh, and then you never have to worry about wondering how to do something from scratch ever again and bonus points you can hand it off 
to someone else to do for you, which leads me to the fourth thing that I did finally in 2018, and that is I handed off, first of all, I hired a team member, uh, technically at the beginning of the uh, end of 2017, but I not only had I just hired a team member, but I handed off more tasks to my personal assistant. And for me, this was huge because as I've mentioned, I had been a one woman show for basically a decade doing all the things. And for a while, I was really proud of it. I wore it as like a badge of honor, but then I realized, oh, this is actually keeping me uh, overwhelmed and busy and in the weeds of my business. And it is not helping me grow. So when I hired someone, that was a game changer because here's the thing, my friend, you can only do everything yourself for so long. And if you are trying to do all the things, this means you have to do customer support, you have to do email, you're constantly stuck in those busy work tasks, those administrative tasks, the weeds of your business, because you have to do all those things. It's like you're spending so much time there that you're not spending time on the important stuff that only you can do, the stuff that is gonna move the needle, the stuff that is gonna bring you in the revenue. And especially if you're listening to this and you have a very limited amount of time each day, maybe you only have 30 minutes, you can't afford to spend those 30 minutes in email and doing things that aren't going to move your business forward. And so that was a huge change that I made in 2018. I handed off the busy work tasks, the administrative tasks that I, if I was being honest with myself, didn't need to do myself. And so if you are listening to this right now and you don't have any help, then I really want to give you that push, that nudge, that encouragement to please, please, please make that a priority as soon as possible. And if you are thinking, well, I can't afford to outsource, then I want to share a uh, little antidote that my mentor, once again, James Wedmore, often says, and that is, if you can't afford to outsource, then it's because you haven't done any outsourcing. And this really goes back to the fact of if you are doing everything yourself, then you're stuck in the weeds, you're stuck in the busy work, doing all the little things that have to get done, but that don't actually move the needle in your business and bring in revenue. And if you're stuck there, then of course you're not going to bring in revenue. You can, as I discovered, but I was killing myself in the process. And so I'm not gonna talk about how to outsource here because I do have an episode about how and why to hire your first personal assistant. So if you're listening to this right now and you are a solo show, then I want you to go check out episode number 59 after this one. I will link it below in the show notes. But think about it this way. For the price of a fancy pants, cup of coffee, and a scone each week, you could hand off at least an hour or two of your work, you know, the, the email and the, the things that really don't need to get done by you, the customer support, you could hand that off to someone and then get back an extra hour or two where you could actually work on the tasks that will bring in the revenue. So I'm not gonna keep talking about this one because I talk all about it in episode number 59, but know that this was a key thing in me being able to simplify my business 
for me to be able to work less and for me to actually bring in more revenue. Why? Because I was spending my time on stuff like creating content and doing the revenue generating activities in my business. I wasn't spending all my time checking email and tweaking this and setting up this and doing that and all the little things that you don't need to be doing that I didn't need to be doing either. And then the last thing that I did, thing number five, in order to nearly quadruple my revenue while cutting my work hours in half, was that I worked from the place that my desired outcome had already happened. And this one, if you truly embody this and get it and put it into practice, it is going to change everything in your business and you can apply this to personal things in your life. It is a complete game changer. You can't see, but I've got my hands up in the air. I've got like the praise hands going. Truly, truly, this thing is just going to take things to the next level for you. So basically, I got clear on the desired outcome that I wanted for that year in particular. Where, where do I want my business to be at the end of this 12 months? What does it look like? And then I worked as though it had already happened. I reverse engineered it essentially. So I got clear on if I already had the desired outcome that I want right now, like it is 12 months from now, I already have it, then what thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and actions would I have and did I take? And so I literally wrote this down and I think I did an entire episode on it. And I can't remember the uh, number right off the bat, but I basically did an entire episode on this process of getting clear on what is the desired outcome that you want 12 months from now, and then really like embodying that end result, like picturing yourself 12 months from now and you've already reached the desired outcome. What thoughts do you have? What beliefs did you have that got you there? What actions did you take? and then you write them down and you start doing them right now. Because the thing is, is that a lot of people, again, myself included, uh, before I started doing this, was they will, they'll set goals and they know that there are big actions that they need to take. You know, maybe they need to finally hire someone. Maybe they need to start doing something like Facebook ads. You know, there's like a big action or actions that they need to take, but they keep putting it off. Oh, I will start doing those things when I've done blank or when I'm making blank amount of revenue. And that is what keeps people stuck because they are putting off doing the big actions that they need to take in order to get things to the next level. They're waiting until they essentially get to the next level to do those things and it's backwards. And so when I did this exercise really for the first time at the end of 2017 to prepare myself for 2018, I really sat in the place of, okay, I have reached my desired outcome for 2018, right? So I've gotten clarity on it. I know what it looks like. It has already happened. What was, what was I thinking? What beliefs did I have and what did I do to get here? And as I was writing everything down, one of the things I wrote down, for instance, was I handed off the busy work to my team. And at the time I, I was writing this, I didn't have a team. So I knew that that was one of the first things I needed to do was that I needed to hire help. And so the things that I wrote down from the place that it was already done, I started doing those things immediately, stat. <laughs> So yeah, that made a huge difference, continues to make a huge difference in my life and business. 
just embodying the person who already has the desired outcome that I want, getting clear on their thoughts, their beliefs, the things that they do, and just start doing them right now. So yeah, that, that is it. Those are the five things that greatly contributed to me nearly quadrupling my revenue while cutting my work hours by more than half. So just a quickie recap of the things that I did. Thing number one is I set my work hours for the day. Specifically for me, I wanted to work four hours a day. So I blocked that out in my schedule in advance and I cut myself off when I reached the four hour uh, time limit of the day. Thing number two is I got clear on what tasks were directly in line with my main goals and I did those first every day. Thing number three is I kept my business super simple. I kept what the offers I focused on simple. I cut things down, I cut things out. I simplified my work schedule. I used processes and templates for everything. Thing number four is I handed off more tasks to my personal assistant. And thing number five is I worked from the place that my desired outcome had already happened. So if you would like to take action on what we talked about today, I know this podcast is no longer called the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, but I'm still gonna make the episodes actionable for you because consuming content and ingesting content and then not actually taking action on the content isn't going to get you the full benefit. So if you would like to take action on what we talked about today, then an action step you could take as soon as possible today, if you would like, is to set the amount of hours that you want to work per day and actually put that in your schedule now, because if you're currently telling yourself, oh, I'll work less when, I'll work less when, guess what? You're gonna keep telling yourself that for a long time. So get clear on how many hours you would like to work per day and start doing that now and as a bonus, it's gonna force you to focus on the important stuff when you have, in most cases, less time to work. And so kind of the second action step is, once you've set the amount of hours that you wanna work per day, you get it in your schedule, then each day as you wake up, get clear on your first priority task, the thing that is gonna move you towards your main goal the most and do that first. Go in with the mindset that you can only get one thing done that day what one thing is gonna move the needle for the most, and then do it. Okay, and that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found it helpful. Just know that it is completely possible to see massive growth in your business and to actually create more time and money and joy in your life and business by doing less. That is my passion now is to help you do more of that. Also, do not forget to sign up for my free two-day workshop if you would like to turn 2020 around and make it your best year in business yet. It is happening Thursday and Friday, June 18th and the 19th. If you would like to sign up for that, simply click the link below in the show notes or go to minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. Again, minimalistboss.com forward slash workshop. I am so freaking pumped. I hope to see you there. I would love to connect with you. And speaking of connection, I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. 
wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like me to keep them coming week after week, then I would so appreciate you taking just two seconds to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are what help my podcast actually get seen so that I can reach more people, which allows me to keep the good stuff coming. I read every single review. They help me so much, and they're one of the best ways that you can support the show. To leave a review, simply open up this podcast in Apple Podcasts and then scroll down past the episodes preview where you will see the star review. And underneath that, you'll see a link that says, write a review. You can leave a simple sentence or even just click on the stars. It'll only take a moment and would mean so, so much. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode.